Hey, welcome back to the Unseen Team. This is Yashita. This is Nair. And this is Manasi. Welcome back to all of our viewers. And if this is your first uh, podcast, our first episode, welcome. Yeah, we have a very special episode for you guys today. So today's our second part to our COVID-19 and teens episode. And we have two very special guests. So if you all want to introduce yourselves. I am Ryan and uh, I am Riman and we are from Mauritius. I am 15 uh, years am old. Uh, I am in grade 11 at school and I am in grade 8. Let's get started. Um, we have a few questions to ask you guys. We really want to know what like the similarities or differences between here and Mauritius is. So to start things off, uh, I want we want to know how your schooling system works there. So uh, our schooling system comprises of the pre-primary, primary, secondary, and tertiary schools. And uh, our mainstream system here in Mauritius, for us senior students from uh, grade 10, we follow a syllabus set by the University of Cambridge. And uh, the younger ones, they follow a syllabus set by the MIE which is uh, the educational authority here in Mauritius, which likes, dictates basically how a year is going to take place, which chapters students from a particular class must follow by when they must finish their syllabus. And uh, they also decide when the exams take place in schools yeah, it's it's very similar in um, U.S. So we have um, elementary, middle, and high school, and um, the the schools are basically divided into smaller districts that um, decide what the syllabus is going to be, what the curriculum is, and they conduct these state exams as well. Yes, the teaching of English and French are also mandatory. Students also have the option to learn foreign languages. Basically, we um, we don't really learn a foreign language. Like we're not like required to learn a foreign language until high school. Um, once we're in grade nine, we're required to have at least two credits, which means we have to take two foreign language classes. Um, so, for example, um, I know uh, me, Monacy, and Yushiko, we took Spanish. Uh, we're, we're learning Spanish right now. Um, so, yeah, we have the option to learn foreign languages as yeah. well. What is your first language spoken in Mauritius? Well, um, in Mauritius, most of the people here living in Mauritius are bilingual, meaning that we speak both English and French. This, okay. uh, our, mo- our mother tongue is Creole. But uh, it is not a recognized language. Uh-huh. And so at school, at school, when we sit for our exams, for example, we use French and Creole. However, when uh, a lesson or a task is being explained to us, the, the teachers often make use of Creole because uh, we have a better understanding of, on how the concept works. That's very interesting. Yeah, that is. So do you do you feel like if um, Creole was uh, recognized, that would uh, impact 
you in a different way? Actually, a lot of uh, a lot of politicians are have decided are working on uh, introducing, you know, introducing Creole in in schools in schools as subjects. In, also in uh, the parliament, Creole is being used more often. However, I don't think it would have impacted us a lot because even though we don't study, we don't sit up for our exams using uh, Creole, at school, with our friends and all, we speak mainly Creole. So it doesn't impact us much. Yeah, yeah. So um, on the topic of uh, schools, and uh, I just wanted to ask real quick before we move on. Um, do y'all uh, have online school or do you go in person for school? We are Be- online. We, during the confinement, we had online classes. Uh, okay. So um, for us, um, we like our government focused a lot on social distancing instead of full lockdowns. So we weren't like stuck at home for like a month. We, we were still allowed to go outside. So we had in-person school options and online school options and our school focused on the social distancing guidelines. But obviously, you know, when it comes to like kids and teens, it's hard to like maintain these guidelines on school, which is why there were a lot of COVID cases in our school um, particularly. And so for curriculum, we had to hop on Zoom to learn everything. And then we had a weekly schedule for assignments. So... And I think school was one of the main things that need that need they needed to close down because, um, as you know, schools it's like a pool where everything is get, gets collected. Like kids get uh the virus and then they go home to their like siblings and parents and they spread it there. So what about for you in Mauritius? What was okay. it like there? Well, in Mauritius, basically, they, they shut down all the schools around the island. Yes. We did our classes on Zoom. We, we were not given any assignments, but fortunately, we were able to move on with our syllabus. Teachers would often send us notes by taking screenshots. We would copy them, and then they would do all the explaining on Zoom. I think, however, Zoom following online classes it is a lot easier to get distracted also but overall i think that it worked pretty well for us even after we shut down all schools and took all our precautions we had a steep decline in the number of cases here in mauritius we even uh, reopened everything every activity like it was kind of uh, like the new normal every activity had started operating again. And until recently, we were doing fine. But then then when we started getting the cases, we had to go for a lockdown again. Then we had to open again, partially. And decisions are now being taken for because our, like, our new year at school now begins on the 14th of July, in a few weeks. And all the authorities are... They are taking the decisions as to whether we should go back to school or follow our online classes. But like you said, it's a bit hard to do social distancing from your friends at school and on meeting them and all. I think it's going to be really hard 
to social distance, take all the precautions. I think that some people might still not take the precautions and if they have the virus, then they can spread it around. So I think Zoom is a better alternative during COVID. Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, I had a question about y'all's uh, state exams or like your final exams. So for us, we had to go in person for um, exam testing. And I don't really think our social distancing guidelines were that well maintained then because we were all often in crowds. And I, I wanted to know what it was like for you guys. Did y'all do your final exams online or did you guys go to school? Not do. Uh, Actually, exam. in the in the middle of the our examination period, like a part of our papers, like we have several papers that we have to do. We did a part of them, for example, physics, computer. However, there were uh, other subjects like chemistry and all that we could not do because the government had shut every activity down in the country, including schools. So we did not get to finish our papers. Unfortunately, we did not get to finish our exams. However, those taking the Cambridge exams and the MI, the exams by the government, the by the local government, uh, they were they were asked to go to where the examination was taking place because they had to sit for the exam because. Uh, those like those authorities like Cambridge examination, they don't, it's an international, like they set papers for a lot of countries. So they don't, they don't really take into consideration the problems in one country. So the students sitting for the SC exams, they had to go to the exam centers there, they were asked, as usual, to take all their precautions, to wear their masks properly, to not to gather, like, be in crowds, to wash their hands, to sanitize their hands, to take all their precautions, essentially. And I think that the, the government dealt with it, it dealt with it well, because there was not really any, any incident concerning the exams. And the exams are still ongoing. They they are like ending, I think, next week. And till now, we haven't had any problem concerning COVID and the exams. So do you think it was a good idea for them to make your exams like in person and not online? I think that they should have done it in person because doing it online is... Um, especially for final exams. Doing it for online is quite difficult for us here in Mauritius because we never we never used to to do this. And uh, there are some people who, in my school, for example, they can't afford a laptop. They can't afford the necessary technology to. To, to be able to connect on Zoom or to be able to take those those exams online. So I think going in person is a lot easier. And uh, the government has also thought about for a long time about uh, introducing alphabetical order in school 
for exams and for regular days. Like every student should attend school depending on al alphabetical order. And I think this is the best alternative that they have. Yeah. Um, how on the topic of technology, how did um your school and government adjust to technology? Because like you said, there were many people who couldn't afford it. And it was the same over here as well. The way it was for us was that our district started to provide um, technology for the students um, and did that for the students who didn't have proper technology of their own. So what alternatives did you guys have for that? It is uh, our personal laptop. We got enough, uh, like uh, the school didn't give us anything. We, some of our friends, Some of our friends who didn't have the laptop, they used their phones or maybe their tablets. Many oh. of them used their laptops. But the school, no, the school didn't give us any tools because the only technological equipment available in schools or in my school anyways is the computer, is the personal computer, a desktop, which we can't... Uh, carry around so okay. yeah. so um for us at school we basically um yeah, we use our personal devices but if um we needed a like a laptop we could ask the school to give us one but um talking about um COVID-19 and education um I wanted to talk about like COVID-19 and other factors like mental health and like Uh, how you felt during the time because it's been really hard this year I know personally for me but it must have been really hard to hear COVID cases rising every day so what's yeah. something that you learned about like COVID or like what you would implement now? COVID yes of course it was quite um, difficult to hear the number of COVID cases rising but uh, after a few weeks when the cases diminished actually and uh, for example for maybe three days we didn't have any cases we were hopeful that we were going to go back to normal soon and concerning mental health I think a lot of people have struggled staying at home doing staying in their own house not being able to go out many of them like you know have uh, eaten a lot and uh, The health was not as good as it used to be before confinement. It's, it is hard to get the motivation to you know, stay fit during confinement. There, there, there are some people, however, who did continue training, eating healthily. They continued doing what they do know, uh, usually, but other people, a lot of people have struggled mentally. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it was um, very similar over here as well. Like, I think um, just being confined at home with minimal social interaction, um, that really took a toll on everyone. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, while some people did maintain proper habits to keep their health, both physical and mental up, a lot of people didn't. And I noticed that a lot of people started to slip in into like a, a really depressed state because of that. Also, I think that it is because a lot of people have been losing their jobs and 
especially here uh, of the confinement, there is a high rate of unemployment. Well, not a high, but there has been an increasing rate of an uh, of unemployment. Yeah. Because employers don't have uh, the money to pay them, so they end up unemployed. They sometimes tend to cry. Mm-hmm. And I think that the mental health is also be related to them losing their jobs, not being able to meet the needs for their families, them going into other things such as drugs, etc. Okay, and um, speaking of isolation, I know the lockdowns in Mauritius have been a lot stricter than the U.S., but I know that me, Manasi, and Yuchika have had times to meet and just talk and do, you know, like meet maybe like following social distancing guidelines like at a park or something. And that's helped a lot in terms of mental health. Have you guys had the chance to meet with your friends? Often? No, but we did do games online, but we did not meet them physically. After the confinement, we did get to meet them, yes. But during, during no, not really. Like, um, we, we used to play video games together, chat on WhatsApp, but that's really it. Like, nothing else. So in the past year, um, other than seeing your parents and your sibling, you've really had no other chance to see anybody else? During the confinement, no. No, we did not get to see anybody else. But then later on, our, we, ha- we had a, a new neighbor who arrived. So when the new neighbor arrived, actually, he, the new neighbor was friends with my parents. So we started, uh, you know, going to their place sometimes because we live in an apartment. So it's really, really close together. And we started going at the place. They came at our places. We... We usually we usually played football together outside. We had dinner together, and I think during confinement it is refreshing to have those types of moments, especially when you are alone for a long period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Now that um more vaccines are becoming available, I just wanted to ask you like like what is the situation with vaccines in Mauritius? How is that coming along? A lot of people have been vaccinated. Um so I think that the vaccines helped us a lot in rebooting our activities, our daily activities. We had um, a lot of people have been vaccinated and uh, I think that we are still with we are still receiving more vaccines for more people to be vaccinated. So I think that gradually we in Mauritius here are starting or maybe attempting to live with the virus instead of every every time being confined. So yeah. I think we are starting to live with it. We consider we we try to consider it as a normal flu. Even though it it has caused a lot of deaths around the world and it is very contagious, we try to take it like that so that we can go back to the new normal and try to live with it as much as we can. And I think that the vaccine has helped us a lot with that. Yeah. Do you feel like you are um, ready to go back to normal? Like, are you are you afraid of going back to school in person because, you know, COVID could come back again? I mean, th- there is still COVID in Mauritius. And uh, 
we we still get cases but uh, i don't think that like for example if i knew if i take all my precautions uh, at school for example i have very i have very little risk of catching covid i think that uh, the authorities taking care of the schools will make sure that uh, the worst doesn't happen but and the thing is most of uh, teachers in schools have been to be vaccinated so that they have less risk of uh, contaminating the students i think overall the situation is getting better i think yes even for the economy but i think we are gradually going back to the new normal yeah Harry, do you think the government played a big role on getting everything going and uh, doing everything or just like the general population itself? The government, um, they, they sensitized the public, which was quite hard to do. There are some people, of course, who are not going to listen, but for the majority of the population, I think that the government has done a, quite a good job in sensitizing them. In a way, the government has educated them about the virus, what are the precautions that must be taken, why they should get vaccinated against this virus so that they can, you know, go back to doing their jobs like before. And then the sanitary measures have also been taken by the government. Yeah. And um, I know that uh, it's kind of the same in the U.S., um, I feel like this COVID has kind of become our new normal and we're kind of, we're starting to rush back into, you know, before like pre-COVID times and we're like lifting restrictions so quickly. And I think we need to take precaution in doing that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I certainly feel that, um, you know, we should all continue to uh, maintain these protocols even as we return to normal just so that we can reduce the risk, right? Yes. And and the thing in the US is, you know, Mauritius has only a population of 1.2 million people, whereas in the US, the population is very, very big. So I think that this is, the spread of the virus is a lot more the virus spreads faster over there among people. Yeah. And, and the consequences sometimes can be quite impactful uh, on the whole society. Like here, for example, in Mauritius, we have had like maybe 15 deaths. But considering our population, it is quite impactful. So I think there is a... Like, we need to relate between things here in Mauritius and here in America. Yeah. However, you know, I feel like COVID wasn't completely bad. Um, While it was scary hearing about all these new cases every day and this whole confinement was really hard for a lot of us, many people were able to make the best of the situation. Um, I... I got into several new hobbies and many people were able to spend time with their family that, you know, they weren't able to as much before. So what were some fun experiences that you had during COVID or like some positive spins that you had? Well, uh, during COVID, you know, 
we we played football with our neighbor who had arrived and in we online games with our friends we chatted with them on whatsapp we also like um, played board games together we we you know the there was the youtube workout videos which i thought was quite useful to stay in shape stay fit during those hard times i think it's very important to stay fit both for our physical and mental health also i think that i learned time management during covid because uh, between school work online classes playing video games with friends and and working out i kind of developed i kind of had a routine during confinement between doing those things yeah i think we definitely um you know we definitely had a lot more time to um uh, pick up a lot new uh, a lot of new hobbies and enjoy more activities that we before a lot of people have developed new hobbies for example my i have some friends who started music they started playing new instruments and all so i think there were advantages benefits to being confined because of covid but also i think that of course there were big disadvantages yeah um I think that concludes today's episode of the Unseen Teen. Thank you guys so uh thank you so much for uh tuning in this week. Uh thank you for having us. It was it was an amazing pleasure to meet you guys and Yes, yes. Yeah, we, we learned so much. Yeah, we had a very thank interesting Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Um so uh to all of our viewers, stay tuned every Friday for new episodes. Until we see you next time, bye for now.